the music you just heard. The music you just heard um, on the TV show Golden Girls. Which aired. You know what? When did it air? Which aired from 1985. From September 14th, 1985 to May 9th, 1992, with a total of 180 half hour episodes spanning seven seasons. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's, it's, uh, it's me, Bad Adam. I'm here. I'm here. Um, it's time for another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend, weekly public affairs show. Um, but first, first, the following disclaimer. The following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of KWS, KWS sponsors, or the University of California. are so loud for some reason. Oh, there, there they go. <laughs> I didn't know this. That didn't work before. There's a knob in here for headphone volume. That's not connected to where the headphones are. There's another volume knob. And people want to know. They want to know this is fine. Despite this. People are always asking me, you know, what's what? What are all these knobs on here? Um, and they're talking about the radio board. They're like, what? What are all these knobs? What do these things do? And see this right here, this little. Oh, you can't hear that. Only I can. <laughs> the volume's going up and down right now, but only in my headphones. You see, this controls the headphone volume. You see, previously I thought this only controlled the headphone volume when you were plugged into the board and not to this other thing over here. And previously, that's how it did work. And by previously, I mean yesterday. All right, you're welcome. I know you wanted to know that. Um, hello, it's time for another edition of Thank You For Being A Friend, weekly public affairs show hosted by me, Bad Adam. Um, we got big drama today. It's a drama Friday. Big dramas all over the place happening all the time, but also with me. <laughs> um, I'm always starting big dramas. All the time. Uh, that's actually kind of true. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Because that's what's coming up next. First, I have to finish setting up. I think also, besides the big dramas, which, you know. What's new, huh? big drama people have accused me of saying that I like it no I don't like big drama but you know sometimes 
um, when people disagree with me, you know, it starts a big drama. And I have to point out all the ways in which they're wrong. <laughs> Is that kind of vague? I'm being vague on purpose because they're insider note here. Mm. There's no drama. <laughs> There's no dramas. We gotta make them up for entertainment. Maybe I do like drama though. I used to have a hat that I got for free at the state fair. Um, I don't even know. Uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> and it was like a promotional hat from TNT. The television station <laughs> and it said TNT we know drama on it <laughs> and I used to wear that paddle well I didn't really wear it a lot but I found it after many years and it was really funny to me and so <laughs> this is uh this is some serious TNT or serious big drama TNT we know drama show Um, but seriously though, I wanted, and I've been avoiding this topic, like basically the entire time I've ever been on the radio or nah, even before that, it's a very dramatic subject for me. Um, but it's been in the news. It's been in the news a lot lately because it's the uh, 20th anniversary. I don't even know how they define that. Is it the 20th anniversary of the quote shock and awe? Yeah, four days ago, the Iraq war started. Operation Iraqi Freedom. Um. Yeah, and things have changed a lot. Attitudes have changed about this war. Changed a lot from 20 years ago, but 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna know that I'm actually old. I'm not a college student. I'm really not a college student. I am old. I'm like 100. I'm like just over 100 years old. But um, I was in school, a young student, when 9-11 happened and the Iraq war happened. I was in a young student. Um, and I was in a small suburban town in the Sacramento area. Um, <laughs> I've looked this up in the census records before. Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but it was around 90% white. <laughs> the town I lived in. It felt like more, honestly. <laughs> I was like, ah, I guess 90 is about right. 90 is about right. So nine, nine out of ten people there are white. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. If that's what, if that's what you want. 
So that's just some context. Anyway, it was really traumatic for me. For lots of reasons, as it's traumatic for a lot of people, but um, I learned a lot about the world at that time. Um, the attitudes about people who were opposed what was happening, um, what the US government was planning to do, the response, this whole um, <laughs> no, no dissent allowed. Um, this is a fight against pure evil. Uh, there's no other opinion. There's no, no consideration for other people outside of this country. <laughs> Even really for some of the people inside this country who were not true Americans. And I got to learn what that meant too at that time. Um, but I learned a lot about what happens to people when you dare to speak out because <laughs> Republicans or people on the right like like to take on cancel culture which should be clear like <laughs> canceled that's a that was a joke to cancel someone that's a joke that's that's a funny but uh Um, let's just call them people on the right. I don't really know what to call them, but they like to co-op language. Um, anyway, I want to give some personal testimony about what that was like for me at that time during the show. I was trying to keep it light today, but instead I had to come up with some huge drama. Anyway, I still like, still need to set up my stuff here. I um, literally just walked in and turned on Golden Girls for y'all. <laughs> I was like, they need to hear the theme. If they don't hear the theme then they don't own the show. So, just uh, give me a minute to set up. We'll play a song and some messages, and I'll be back shortly. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. It's uh, it's me, Bad Adam, your DJ. <laughs> your public affairs host, excuse me. I'm a DJ, too, but this is a public affairs show. Thank you for being a friend every Friday, 8 to 9. 9.30 this, today. 8 to 9.30. Here on KBS. Okay, bye.
Are you ready to live out your acapella dreams? The Spokes present Helicapella, the West Coast's premier acapella showcase, featuring aca iconic groups from schools all over the West Coast, including UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC Davis, University of Oregon, and Stanford. You won't have any treble being impressed by these sweet acapella sounds, so come out on Friday, April 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Mandavi Center. Tickets available at mandaviarts.org. See you there.
to thank you for being a friend thank you friend thank you for listening um with me bad adam um we started the show by talking about big drama huge drama and i know just just bringing up these huge dramas it's just gonna start a huge drama with me and US government for sure actually you know no joke as this, this is no jokes radio by the way no jokes here a lot um it's hard I feel like I'm always walking the line here um I'm trying not to say things that uh, are going to get me into trouble because it rubs people the wrong way. People who have uh, with connections. (laughs) People who have access to uh, You know, places of power and control that can be harmful to me in my personal life. Usually we're talking about indigenous or Native American issues here. And I know I've been kind of towing the line these last couple shows when I've been talking about... um, per capita per capitalism and I've been well aware of that very well and I've stopped short of saying everything that I would I stopped short I've been holding back (laughs) and I think that's actually that was that was a smart that was a smart call because 
You know, this is KWS Davis, 90.3 FM. We have huge reach. People are listening. What's up, listeners? Thanks for listening. Anyway. Um, yeah, we started off the show by... Talking about... I guess it's the 20th anniversary. Oh, I just closed this. There it is. Um, of the Iraq War. I know there's been a lot of news about it. Um, I I don't I don't watch things like you know cable news channels like CNN or I feel bad because during the election I was those kinds of news stations had me so on edge um, and also just like the stakes um, <laughs> I thought they were big stakes. U.S. imperialism carries on, um, basically regardless whoever is in charge. Um, but yeah, I remember <laughs> I was actually uh, watching clips from MSNBC, and I wanted to know <laughs> I wanted to know what was going on with uh, the former president um, and his. What was going on with that election? I really should just vote for Kanye. I don't even know. <laughs> did I even... I might not even have voted. <laughs> no, I did. I shouldn't have, though. That was a mistake. Um, yeah. So I keep skirting around this because it makes me uncomfortable. But I said at the top of the show that I, was like, I would offer up some personal testimony about what it was like. Um, for someone, a young person who, you know, doesn't get a lot of respect because I don't know anything you know you know I was just a, a teen young teen very <laughs> barely a teen I guess um but I really was upset by it and I was the only one. And if at the time people were calling me um like what I was doing was like some sort of like thought exercise, like I was playing uh, uh devils, which is so strange to say cuz to me they were all being the devil's advocate, the white devils. <laughs> No, see, you see, I just started a huge drama right there. They were being the devil's advocate there. White devils. Um, because now, I mean, it's so obvious now. Everyone knows, you know, there was no, there were no weapons of mass destruction, or at the time we were calling them WMDs. 
I don't hear a lot of WMD talk these days. People still got WMDs? Are we worried about WMDs anymore? Because WMDs were the talk of the town. And now that I think about it a little bit more, it feels like WMD was language created um, as sort of an umbrella term that would include, you know, very dangerous weapons that we, I think everyone agrees should never be used. And I say, I think everyone, because around this, around the same time, uh, I was being taught in school and being told I was wrong when I objected to this as well, that, um, and the U S dropping, uh, a nuclear bomb on Japan was, uh, unavoidable and was the right choice. Um, and it was a choice that saved millions of lives. It's stuff like that that makes me wish... I really wish I were, I were homeschooled. I wish I was at home just playing video games and never had to hear that. Because it's this twisted logic... Uh, ...on children. Where basically anything can be justifiable. You know? No matter how abhorrent... It can be twisted. And this is the language of colonialism. This is the language of imperialism. This is the language of white supremacy. But anyway, yeah, about WMDs. This is a thought I, I never uh, made this connection before. But yeah, it needed to sound worse than it was. Because that meant anything that could be a weapon that could destroy whatever mass destruction might mean. Because to me, a rifle could be a weapon of mass destruction. But, yeah. So, it lowered the bar so that if whatever was found, no matter what, basically, there was going to be justification for going into Iraq and uh, taking control of the oil fields. One of the funniest stories, I kind of, let's, let's switch gears. Let's go funny. To me, this was funny about the time because There are some lots of, there were many not funny moments. Um, but in my small town, there was a big boulder that people would paint on that you could see from the main road, <laughs> the, the main drag. 
and people would write happy birthday messages on it. I, I haven't been back there in so long. I wonder if it's even still there. Um, but after after 9-11, somebody or some people painted the rock. That's what we called it. Everyone called it the rock. I called it a boulder because nowadays when you talk about the rock, we're talking about the rock. We're not talking about the rock. So someone painted the boulder with the American flag, which were everywhere at the time. I feel, I feel like people, it's so surreal now. Anyway, they painted, they painted the boulder and they painted an American flag on it and they wrote, United We Stand. And I don't know why, but for a while, nobody dared to paint over that. Um, I don't know how long it took, probably a few months, which is a long time in rock in rock time because the rock was getting painted all the time every week at least um, and then someone put up a happy birthday message you know and that that started a huge drama in this town oh it was a huge drama it was in the newspaper a thing that existed I don't even want, I don't want to name drop the, it's more of a newsletter, I would say. I'm not going to name drop it. I don't even know if it still exists. Actually, I would highly doubt that it does. Um, but, uh, community members were livid that anyone dare. In fact, they insisted that the rock never be painted again. That it always have the flag on it and it always say united we stand because eh, this is a phrase that was uttered to me by mostly my classmates but teachers too honestly they would they would just say united we stand divided we fall and i was the one making everyone fall by not You know, by simply saying, this is not right. This is not what is happening is harmful. And we'll do it won't do anything to help any of the people who have already been victimized by this. You know? I see you call her. Thank you for calling in. Um try to get to you later. Anyway. 
to continue the story about the boulder, aka the rock. <laughs> One more side note about the rock, though. I had some friends that were in a punk band, high school, high school punk band, and they were older than me. Um, but I really looked up to them, and they had uh, was, I don't even think like a MySpace, I guess, <laughs> with their music on it. Um. I don't think my I feel before was that before MySpace even. Um, and they had a song about the Rock, and it was just straight up F the Rock. <laughs> it was like F the Rock, F the Rock. That was that was a good song, and I would sing that. I won't sing it for you now. Well, I kind of did. Um, but to continue this story, so this was a huge drama in the town. Um, and it need, we needed, it was a problem, uh, that needed solving. Uh, so what ended up happening is that a contractor or somebody volunteered and said, oh, uh, you need a rock? <laughs> you need a boulder? I got, I got, I got, I'll bring one over. That way there can be the uh, monument to imperialism that can stay. And then we'll have a second rock for people to say happy birthday. Of course, what ended up happening is that they both became monuments to imperialism. Both had American flags. And there was like a vigilante group making sure of it. Anytime it got painted over, it would quickly be turned back to the American flag. <laughs> um, eventually, though, they both became birthday rocks. I really, I, maybe that colors going to tell me what happened with that i wonder if there's still two rocks or if there are any rock maybe maybe they built houses there by now you know there's no more rocks actually i remember far enough back the rock was like hard to see or get to it was not located there it was already moved once <laughs> they did build houses where it used to be and they moved it closer to the road so that people could access it better. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the rock is so funny. That's so much better than telling, talking about how uh, uh, teachers uh, turned their backs on me and, uh, you know, didn't. Uh, support me in class and you know made it so I uh, didn't even want to go to school anymore and uh, I guess I graduated I did graduate um, no no thanks to them though like I said I should just Homeschool would have been nice. 
I mean, I say that now because I I know some people that were homeschooled, and they're so cool. They haven't been... There's, like, so many twisted pieces of logic that are so normalized through the school system that they're oblivious to. You know? Um, I feel like people from... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to do generalizations about people from homeschool because I don't know that many people. The people I know... They're not, they're not afraid to uh, say when they don't know something. And they're not afraid to uh, look up the right answers. You know? You know, you know, you know, you know, I'm saying that too much. You know? In school, they like, they teach you that looking up the answers is... That's not, that's less honorable. You should just know it because you're constantly being tested on memorizing this information. Anyway, I'm going to take a short break. Um, caller. I'll only take calls if, if they're about the rock. Anything else? I don't want to hear a lot. <laughs> Rock only calls. Otherwise, you're going to start a huge drama with me and you. And I already have a huge drama with the callers because they yell a lot. And I haven't gotten any in, a, in quite some time. I would say it's been pretty much all quarter. So thank you, callers, for not calling in. Thank you for being a friend. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take a quick break. The reason I thought of this as a topic to talk about, but it's because I was seeing reporting by Glenn Greenwald, you know, who is also involved in lots of huge, many huge dramas himself. Um, but he was doing reporting about about the reporting that was happening at the time and how absurd it was. Um, <laughs> and like like the idiot I am, I, I was reading the comments on that and they were saying things like, it's been 20 years, get over it. What's the point of this tweet? You know? They're like, oh, th this is sort of the uh, united we stand, divided we fall <laughs> language. Or attitude. It's, it sounded to me exactly the same. Like this is how people would talk to me at the time. And of course now. Now that we know that they were. Extremely foolish to believe all those things. Now you know. Just get over it. Okay. Anyway I want to. Uh, read some of that. To you. And comment. Myself. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and do that. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's me, Bad Adam. Bad Adam, your public affairs host every Friday here, 8 to 9.30. Yeah. We're going to 9.30 today here on KDBS.
90.3 FM. SUCD Pantry, YOLO Food Bank, and Aki Compass are proud to present the Eat Well YOLO Food Distribution. Every Tuesday from 2 to 4 p.m., you'll be able to grab free groceries such as dairy, produce, canned foods, and more. Everyone is welcome, including non-students as well. Come by to the south end of the MU, next to the quad, with an approved daily symptom survey and your own grocery bags. The assortment of groceries can vary week to week, so be sure to stop by to see what's available. We can't wait to see you on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. in front of the fountain by the MU. Are you interested in sponsoring this or any other hour of KDBS programming? If you or your business would like to know more about sponsoring KDBS programming, you can contact kdbsunderwriting at gmail.com.
this is Noam Chomsky speaking over KDVS uh, Davis, California, uh, hoping that people will uh, participate in and support their uh, uh, publicly committed media, such as public radio. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to KDVS. In Davis, like Gnome said, Gnome's still around. Gnome's still dishing it. I'd love to hear Gnome's thoughts on the Iraq War. I'm sure you gave them. I guess I missed that episode of Democracy Now!, um, anyway, welcome back. You listen to Thank You for Being a Friend with me, Bad Adam. I'm trying to pull up these tweets, but also I noticed that my background playlist is not right. Songs were missing. Probably because of the, uh, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, another thing that happened around that time that was absurd. Anyway, welcome back. We were talking about... We were talking about The Rock. And nobody called back, so I'm guessing nobody... uh, there were no rock calls. <laughs> Which was a shame, actually. I was hoping to get the update. Does it still have the flag on it? Did we fall? Divided we fall? Is that what happened? All right, okay. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Yeah, so I'm trying to pull these quotes up. And they're ex... ex- Excerpts from a CNN. Oh, here it is. Finally found it. So this is from Glenn, Glenn Greenwald's Twitter. He says, "In Iraq War's third week, the U.S. blew up an Iraqi family of 15. One 12-year-old boy, Ali ha- Hamza, survived." though had both his arms blown off, along with losing his mother, siblings, etc. CNN's Kyra Phillips asked his doctor if the boys spoke of the value of Operation Iraqi Freedom. And here's the transcript from the CNN interview. Phillips' doctor. Phillips is the journalist here. And Phillips says, Doctor, what has he been saying to you, doctor? Is he asking anything of you? Is he thanking you? Is he wanting to know about family? Tell us what this little boy has been saying to you. Um, there's the doctor is named Al Najada. Actually, today he was in good condition. After the operation and started speaking with a journalist, answering all their questions, the thing which he was, they were asking about, the journalists, 
especially the broadcasting. What the message he wants to reflect from the war. He said, first of all, thank you for all the attention they're giving him, but he hopes nobody from the children in the war, they will suffer like what he suffered. Phillips. Does he understand why? Al-Najada Kyra? Phillips. Doctor, does he understand why this war took place? Has he talked about Operation Iraqi Freedom and the meaning? Does he understand it? Al-Najada. Actually, we don't discuss this issue with him because he is the burn cases and the type of injury. He's in very bad psychological trauma. We would like to pass this stage and then we can discuss this issue. But we discuss this issue with his uncle and the message we get from the family. They said they're living far away from the American troops, from the military of Saddam Fedayeen by five kilometers. And they don't know how it hit them by the missiles. Dr. Al-Najada, dot, dot, dot. And the full transcript is uh, available. He links it there on CNN.com. Um, but the top comment to that. Oh, the internet's cutting out. <laughs> Are they? Oh, my. Gee, are they listening? Are they cutting off my internet? I can't get, read any of this right now. Anyway, this is what's already been loaded. This is from Top Comment. The Iraq War happened 20 years ago. Get over it. <laughs> um, I just scrolled over this person's profile because oh my goodness oh my goodness this is a more complex issue than I thought and I've talked about this before off the air about some of the things I'm worried about um with the like the politics of younger people these days because I was it, it looks like a just maybe a bot it's Twitter you know <laughs> it's possible um, but it looks like a young person here um, they have Ukrainian flag emoji a rainbow a rose a wave a needle looks like that means vaccinated. Mm, their profile says non-binary, pronouns they, them. Hashtag resist, hashtag vote blue, hashtag vaccinated. Like, I feel like a lot of people associate those, that kind of identity with progressive politics. Um... Especially, well, you know, all of it. But we, I mean, I've spent some time talking about, 
Ukraine, um, refugees from Ukraine, and the double standard um, with other refugees who are also fleeing violence. Um, these people from Ukraine have been supported heavily by the government and been allowed to skip the line um, to get into the country. Um, ahead of people who've been waiting at the border for a long time. Also fleeing violence, but from countries in South America or other. I see you, caller. I see you. I know it's huge dramas today. People want to chime in. Um, yeah, vote blue. <laughs> That's. Yeah. So, I, I don't really want to get into this today. I want to kind of focus in on uh, this absurd uh, my experience that I had 20 years ago. Um, but I feel like in social media times, People have been handed uh, politics to them, and it's framed a certain way. Um, and you could take things very surface level, and you, there isn't the same um, Like, sometimes you'll miss the point of why, where that political stance comes from, you know, if you wear certain things as a banner, like vote blue, you know, resist. And it just, it bothers me. And I've gone into this in detail off the air with people giving specific examples of where I see, like, people, they, it's like they know the proper and politics and they sort of feel this way. And then they'll try to put this um, politic into action and they don't understand the framing of it. So they're misapplying it and... Yeah, you're not doing what you say you're doing. <laughs> but I mean, go ahead, vote blue, vote. Blue voted for this war. Was there only one dissenter? Was it Dennis Kucinich? Did he, or did he vote for it? Did everyone? I feel like there was one or two um, Congress people who voted against. <laughs> not, not that it matters. Not much right now. Anyway, yeah, I might be missing the point and I may be unfairly um, 
going after people right now because not thinking. So yeah, let's not get into that. In fact, let's just take a quick break because I've got myself off track. But it, wasn't that like that interview? That's really what I want to focus on. Like that was so common at the time. Like people need to understand the importance of why we're bombing you because it's actually for your own good. And we're saving millions of lives by doing this. It's the same logic that I was fed in school about why it was appropriate to um, drop a nuclear bomb on Japan. Um, it's the same logic that I got even in college, even not that long ago, of why it was okay to uh, intern the Japanese in concentration camps. You know, because they were saving lives that way. Yeah, but it, it's all white supremacy. All of that. Who were they bombing? It, in both those cases, who are they interning? I feel like this is an obvious point, but they weren't interning German Americans at that time. But yeah, I wrote a paper, refused to back off that point, even though my teacher gave me opportunities to resubmit. Um, and I did slightly modified versions and uh he's best i don't remember if it was a d or a c on that paper but basically it was because i was missing that point that he was trying to make and the same sort of excuses what i'm doing is the thought exercise what i'm doing i'm getting mad i'm getting mad and i'm starting huge dramas i got huge dramas left and right apparently i'm taking on people from gen z unintentionally no, I love Gen Z. I really do. I feel like... I finally felt some kinship because what I was hearing um, from people, younger people, was like, where were you? Like, this is... I'm on the same page as you have been on the same page. So refreshing to hear. I finally feel like I'm around people who understand. Like... There is a lot. Learn a lot from the youth, from young people. They have insight that other people don't have. So, anyway, let's take a quick break. Let's play the last messages and then we'll close out the show. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's, uh, it's been another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend with me. Let's save this music off. This is the ending thing. It's been another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend with me, Bad Adam. Let's play some messages and we'll be right back.
Hey, Bianca. Hey, Emmy. How's it going? Pretty good. I was just thinking about how I don't have any plans for this coming May 12th through 14th, and I'm feeling pretty bummed about it. Silly you. That's the weekend of the whole Earth Festival. Of course you have plans, because we're going. Oh my god, that just cured my clinical depression. I've never felt joy like this before. Come to the whole Earth Festival happening May 12th through 14th for music, food, art, and community. Check out wef.ucdavis.edu for more information. Okay, that wraps it up. Sorry for all the huge dramas I started today. Thanks for all the callers. I'm sorry I didn't get to you either. 
I really am. You know I love the callers here. I'm like one of the callers' biggest advocates here. Here at KWS. Everyone knows me as the guy who loves the callers. Thank you. Thank you for listening to KWS. You are appreciated. But anyway, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Um, I'm archiving all the shows on SoundCloud now. SoundCloud.com slash badadam69. Although the website, kws.org, is operational now. And I do think that you can find archives there as well. You can find archives for everyone's show. So if there's any shows that you were listening to, um, you can catch them again there. Find the playlist too, hopefully. I'll be back again uh, next week to do the show. I believe it's the last one in the quarter. Last one in the quarter. Hopefully, we'll be back after that. Who knows? Who even? I know I don't. All right. And with that, I'm out. <laughs>